Hey everyone, your old pal Zach here again. I hope you've all had a festive holiday season and a happy new year, so far anyway. Uh, before we get into the episode today, I wanted to talk very briefly about science fantasy. So, if you are the singular person who has somehow managed to listen to over 50 hours of this podcast without knowing what science fantasy is, well, buckle up, buckaroo. Uh, put simply, Science fantasy is a literary genre that combines elements of science fiction with elements of fantasy fiction. So we're talking elves, dwarves, and wizards, but also spaceships, alien species, and laser blasters. Star Wars is science fantasy in a sense because the Force and the Jedi constitute the magical or fantastical elements in an otherwise standard sci-fi setting. In contrast, you have Star Trek, which is pure sci-fi. It's all tech and science, no magic, no dragons, or what have you. Now, my position is that science fantasy is the superior genre compared to pure science fiction. There are arguments to be made otherwise, but they're stupid arguments, and I'm not going to repeat them here. I'm just trying to tell you how great science fantasy is. Anyway, if it wasn't painfully, exceedingly obvious by now, Starfinder takes place in a science fantasy RPG setting. The system carried over many, many elements of the Pathfinder setting, which was traditional fantasy, and has managed to integrate the two settings into something that feels cohesive while still being huge and epic in scope. The Technomancer class embodies the science fantasy ideal succinctly, the marriage of technology and magic, if you will. The reason I like science fantasy as a setting, and mainly Starfinder as a game system, is because of its flexibility. You can push forward or pull back on any of the technological or magical elements at your discretion. If you prefer a more high magic vibe, you can send your party to a remote planet. Perhaps the native population there shuns technology and embraces magic to solve their problems. Or, if you'd prefer a straight-up Trekkian romp through star space, you can dial back the magical elements to near zero. This is advice for GMs, of course, but for players, you have so much room to be creative with your character design. Almost anything is possible, especially with the character operations manual's new options. You can really go all over the spectrum. For example, uh, my character Orin is a very low-tech, high-magic character. Trade his gun for a bow, and you could plop him down into a Pathfinder setting without too much fuss. But what about a cybernetically augmented mechanic like Fell? It'd be a little tougher to drop him into Galarian, and it all makes sense. But these two characters exist side by side in Starfinder, and it still feels congruent. Basically, I just like to see crazy shit like mages in power armor, jumping out of aircraft, flying with their jetpacks over to an enemy encampment filled with goblins or orcs, and laying waste from the air with fireball spells before cleaning up with their laser cannons. And before anyone says anything, I am well aware that a laser cannoning, jetpacking, power armor wearing, fireball casting mage would require a stout feet investment. But that's just the price you pay for greatness, friends. Alright, enough out of me. Y'all enjoy episode 48, The Doors of Deception.
Welcome back to the table, friends. How are we doing this evening for Starfinder? How are we feeling? We're good. Pretty I'm good, good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, good. I'm solid. I'm 30-minute rant about workout just before we got on. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I got yeah. out of yes, the way early. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I mean, thanks, thanks for being there for it, you know? Yeah. We got yeah. you. We got you. Um, so, we're... F- <sighs> I think you guys can finally say, I've been saying it for a while, but I think you guys can finally say that we are in book three, right? This has got to be something where at least you guys can feel like yeah, it's a new dungeon. you're in, in book three. I don't know, man. Proper. I'm still getting Proper. flashbacks of Golta and escaping and running away and all that. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't remember like, a damn thing about I'm, it. Yeah, so. I may, flashbacks are thematic, I not may necessarily. Be in, in the game at present, in book three. But my heart and soul are still in book two. Well, PTSD is always expressed at later times. That's true, man. Living in the past. It's the post part of it. Yeah, so, you know, some stuff's happened to you. And I think, you know, before we dive into this next section here, I just wanted to kind of get your you as players your headspace on, on where we're at. You know, and we've got two books under our table. We've been hanging around Outpost Zed for a while. And, you know, I just kind of want to check in with you. So I'm going to go around the table and just see how you're feeling about the book, what you think is going to come, what you're worried about. Heath, let's start with you. Well, everyone else may have been hanging around Outpost Zed. I've been in a boxing tournament. Yeah, so, in Outpost Zed. <laughs> I the, the question wasn't the location, it's the hanging around aspect of it. I've been working, baby. Um, uh, Mike is uh, probably angrier than he's been in a while um, at the fuckery of whoever has been fucking with us. Um, on top of the corruption in the second boxing match, on top of uh the you know perceived betrayal by his best friend like he's got a lot of anger built up but he's going into a fight uh not a boxing match a fight like a dungeon and he's got his armor and he's got his weapons so he's in a better position to harness that into useful you know make that rage useful he feels good about the level of anger that he has as a currency Let's How are you it. feeling about about book three so far and what's what's coming up? So I have my armor and I have my weapons and I have all the rage of book two <laughs> to make a useful currency moving forward. So I'm good. I'm I'm pretty pretty you're ready, happy. You're ready. Yeah. You're ready to punch some shit, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> we, we didn't fix my white fire trident though. No, it's still broken. You have not fixed the white fire trident. Uh, Zach, how are you feeling? About book three? Yeah, just uh, what, you know, what we've done since we got out of Galta and, you know, where you think we're headed and that kind of thing. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to speculate where we're <laughs> headed. Uh, I, I mean, Aurelos, I assume, is, is where we're headed. But, uh, yeah, I'm with it, man. Uh, Oren's with it. Oren's 100% ready to kick some ass. He's got his gun back. These people have threatened uh, his life and the lives of his friends on numerous occasions, and um, he's you know this is this is orange shit. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. Okay, what about you, John? How's John and Zeno? Well, uh, first off, with Zeno, as far as uh, what to anticipate for book three, I mean, 
it's hard to anticipate just because he's just been kind of going with the flow because like the whole, well, first off, he is a little bit, he's still miffed and upset about, uh, about what he's revealed to Mike and that's going to take some time and, uh, hopefully Mike will forgive him about that. Um, other than that, there's just been so much going on at the same time. It's really hard to speculate as far as like where it's going to go. We got something ahead of us. We we have that that light at the end of the tunnel that is Aurelos. I don't know if you could call it a light, but we've got that. Um, as far as me, I, I, I ask you specifically, maybe because like the rune drive is what you're after. Right? Yes, and this yes. has got to be something that is the ultimate end really goal. appealing. It to is, Zena, but I mean, we've been you know? sticking around Outpost Zed for so long. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, Zeno's ready to go for sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, like all that's really been going on here is, and sorry, I, I, John loves it, but for Zeno, it's just been boxing matches and, uh, trying to figure out what the, all this fuckery that's been going around. Mike being mad at him. Mike being mad at him is just like, man. <laughs> Fell going on dates. Yeah, yeah. Fell going on dates. And it's just like, man, you know, yeah. remember the rune drive, people, you know, but. Well, speaking of Fell, I, you know, how how you doing, Josh and, and Fell and all that? So as a player, I'm kind of itching to see the next location, where we go next, what happens next. Mm-hmm. Fell's probably going to settle down here and just stay. <laughs> shack uh, up or you, move in with you, half red go live in a pipe sleep in a bubble you know you say that but she just watched us torture and murder some people so yeah. maybe not you know no, i mean that's he, jokes he could, he could always be like listen baby i didn't know they were up to all this kind of stuff i didn't really want to get involved with their kind you know what i'm saying i need to get away from that Re- life really though let's be aware that we he met her on outpost zed you know what I mean? She's like a merchant on Outpost Zed. It's a it's a lawless place. It's, it's, she's, right. you know, I don't think it's quite as system shocking as it might be for half red is a person. bigger criminal than any of us. <laughs> and not only that, but your cuddle time is going to be a little short. My my cuddle time. Your yeah, cuddle, cuddle time. Did you? Yeah. There's the oh, Josh. Boy. We, know we all have to repeat it to make sure that we understand. No, that. I was is making that, sure that that's that what John actually meant when he said it. John, because it sounded a lot like cuddle. Yeah. Yeah, it's layers. Yeah. <laughs> the J squad intensifies. Yeah, but no, really though, Fell Fell is uh the holidays. You know, kind of on edge with the, you know, having a bounty on his head. First time that's ever happened for him. Mm-hmm. Um dealing used to it. First time. <laughs> yeah, first time. Yeah. Uh going in to bust up a junk shop and, you know, trying figure out what the hell's going on with all that you know it's he's he's uh kind of a little bit in his head because he is leaning into this type of life but it's it's still all very fresh and new to him sure sure you know it's it's still very different it's a you know he's made a lot of changes and a lot of adapta- uh, adaptations but there's still apparently a lot more for him yep well captain how are you doing? You you've got to lead this squad into their into the next chapter of this adventure, and you're leading them up right to what you know to be kind of the hub of this plot to kill y'all. You were the last person to be targeted specifically by this with the with the uh, pods and your lack of air situation, 
And I know that you've, you've kind of understood that the group is committed to doing what it needs to take, but where, where are you at as captain? How are you feeling about all that? Zena's kind of, she's angry. Like she's not like nervous anymore. Um, she's just mad that she and her crew are like, apparently just, this is their thing now. This is their life. Uh, that people are trying to kill them because well, they blew up a prison. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, but mostly, I mean, she's just kind of, she's really in her head about keeping her people alive. I mean, she saw the thing with Mike and how not only that was really just fucked up for him on multiple levels, but, you know, that the, the, the bear guy, could have just took him out easy peasy um and that kind of freaked her out but more than anything she's just mad she's just she's tired of getting shit on damn it (laughs) uh well let's see if you and your companions can maybe blow off some of the steam and put an end to at least the current bounty on your head once and for all as you Murder some people. Yeah, you know, get your murder jollies out. And we arrive at Third Eye Salvage. We did at the end of the episode, right? And if you remember, there was kind of a sign flickering in Islanti that says salvage uh, with the L flickering in and out, you know, ominously revealing savage. Um and it's quite early in the morning. I think we decided it's like 4.30 in the morning at this time. And so you've arrived outside of this junk shop. What do you do? Um, so is everything in Aslanti? Is that correct? Like all of the signage? Uh, yeah. At least right around here. Mm-hmm. Um, and refresh my memory. Who all speaks Aslanti right now? Like Should be everybody. Everybody does. Everybody? Now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, um, so it's, I'm sorry, laying it out here. It's like 4 a.m. Are there, is there any movement? Are there windows? Can we see anything inside? Well, why don't you lead this off with a good old-fashioned perception check? Oh, 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 oh. You you can all roll if you'd like. Well, if you ask nicely. Uh, I thought that was pretty nice. It was. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Nine. Eighteen. Okay. Heath? Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Oren went to twenty-six. Okay, so Oren and Ziva, you guys are kind of making your steps up, and the rest of the crew kind of starts to move towards the establishment, and you catch out of your eye a little blinking red light right above the door and you're in, but so you guys kind of hold back the rest of your party like oh look there's a camera we give them the tactical eyes and point at the camera and so there yeah there's a camera um swiveling rhythmically just just barely hidden behind this neon sign watching over the doors so there's two there's the main door and then there's like a loading bay door Mm -hmm. um the loading bay door is 
definitely locked, <laughs> you know, uh, they both are probably locked, but the loading bay door, um, you can see has like chains and a padlock over the front of it. Okay, uh, the camera, I mean, are we in range of the camera to see us? Are we under the cover of darkness? Do we, we need to roll some so, stealth checks? So, if you wanted to move up any closer than where you are now, yeah, you would need to roll stealth, or you could roll, you could time. Oh, Metal Gear Solid style, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm about it. Um, and, and don't forget, Fel has a remote hack now, so he can actually, like, legitimately has remote hack. I mean, so mm -hmm. we we point it out, like we we point the camera out, and then let's see what. Uh, our tech wizards have to say about yeah, it. I know? just need to get within twenty feet of it. Okay, well you can certainly let me let me get uh, an acrobatics or a stealth, whichever you're best at there. And as just Neither a reminder, <laughs> as he's kind of preparing to, you know, he's limbering up or whatever, uh, Zivi's going to say, I "Remember what that Jirailik said that this is probably heavily trapped." So actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use. Yeah, guys, I've been holding on to this amulet for a minute, and uh, he activates this amulet of camouflage. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. dude, that nice. was like... Which is... Which, keeping with the Metal something. Gear theme, it's basically like the Octocamo. Yeah, it's stealth it, camo. Yeah, Octo skin. Oh, no, yeah. it is Octocamo. Actually, Octocamo. So what does it uh, give you? All right, let's see. It says, this modest amulet projects a simple pattern over your outer layers of armor, clothing, and equipment which helps you blend into the background. When in an, an environment with a maximum distance at which perception checks can be attempted, rolls to see at what range other creatures can attempt perception checks against you are rolled twice, and the lower result applies. They get what? disadvantaged what? on perception checks against you, basically. Yeah. Take a 5e like. term. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so... Go ahead and roll your stealth check. Okay. That's a 22. 22. All right, so you're certainly able to slip your way, and you kind of watch the arc of the camera, and as it's panning away from you, you zip in and get right up under, well, you get in within 20 feet, right? And kind of hug up against the wall to where the camera's arc can't see you, but you're yep. still within range of your remote hack. Bell sticks his back to the wall and says, a surveillance camera? Oh, yes. And uh, goes to initiate a hack on it to okay. see what he can do, see what systems he can access and stuff. So the you have a camera and you're attempting to hack the camera. You have to tell me how you want to hack the camera. So you're not hacking a, a systems, you're hacking the device itself. Okay. Uh, God, well, I guess my options would be to turn it, I guess turn it off would be the only thing I can think of, unless looping it, but that was done from a control panel before. Well, but so. let's give it, let's give the looping a shot. Sure. <laughs> it's a harder check, I'll tell you that, than turning it off, you know. He's nice. the whooper. <laughs> but you could conceivably hack the feed that's coming into the, or out of the camera. Right. You know, with your remote hack, right? Uh, that is a 26. All right, well, so how does your remote hack look? This is going to be some sort of interaction with your AI, right? Yeah, it's uh, the AI is actually handling it as far as everybody else sees. Uh, Fell is just leaned up back against the wall, just kind of looking at it. You kind of send off whatever the hack is, have a remote, you know, you kind of sync up with the signal of the camera, 
and you record a little bit of blank footage, not blank footage, but of the footage with nobody in it. And then you create a little loop on your, on your pad that's on your wrist, right? Mm -hmm. And then you bounce that back into the feed of the camera on the output feed of the camera. So you feel pretty certain that you have a loop now generating on the camera. All right, Bell gives a thumbs up and motions for the people to come close, or the rest of the group to come on. As Oren walks up, he's going to say, That was slick. Just, you know. <laughs> Thanks, boss. Colonel, I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy <laughs> thick. <laughs> the clouds of my ass keeps alerting the guards. So, okay. So, just don't, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll tell you later. Okay. Yeah. We, we promise. We'll so, tell you later. So, look, uh, loop, camera loop aside, I think Mike would be worried about. Uh, I mean, he's loud. He's a clanky boy, you know? So, I think I still would like to roll a stealth check just to make sure I'm not being too loud, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all just go ahead and give a general. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, uh, I'm I'm the biggest threat in that. Well, that well, regard. Can't, we can't aid in stealth checks, can we? No. <laughs> Ziva with the hot five. Yes. Okay. Oren with the twenty six. Sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with Fel. I press my back against the wall and I just give Fel a nod. Zeno with the nineteen. Okay, Zeno. So Ziva and Mike, you guys might want to hang back. Well, Mike, did I- you roll? Uh, no, you didn't All right. hear well, me. You... <laughs> uh, no, I got. A, I actually got a seventeen. Is is that? A, I mean, that's as good as I'm probably gonna roll. You know. Uh, you know, I'll I'll let you decide what whether or not you want to risk it. You know, um, seventeen certainly isn't a bad roll. Um, so what do you guys want to do? We got to get in the door now. Like, yeah, or scope right? the rest of the place out. Yeah, watch out for traps. Yeah. Is there anything? I mean, Zeno's kind of looking at the edge of this wall. Can he see around that corner at all? I can't. I mean, it just, it just like so. There's you guys are leaning up against the building, and right around the back of the building, there's a huge, tall, like sheet metal wall, like w- welded into the side of the building, and it's this big warehouse that's kind of fused to the storefront of third eye salvage so you imagine that this wall is kind of covering up the junkyard itself okay but, but there's no way there's no way into there we don't see no no obvious. i mean it's okay. yeah it's obviously very secured i mean well, so junkyard. i guess the question is which door do we want to try to break into that yeah. and are there any windows As that we say, come along well fell uh, you're already in your camouflage nature and you seem to be a little bit more stealthy maybe um, take point. maybe you can do a pass uh, yeah sure I'll, I'll, I'll take a look around keep your comms open so that if there's anything that goes down we can hear you Oren will shadow him though okay so the two of you are going to make a loop around the building yeah, essentially just kind of scout it out alright so yeah you do that and you you make a large loop around the back and there certainly isn't any windows or any kind of entrances built into the warehouse side itself and then you get back around to the other side of the storefront and you see that really they've got it pretty walled off 
Um, and it's just the loading bay door and then the storefront door. Okay. Well, I think we've sufficiently scouted it then. Uh, yeah. I think we're, I mean, the, really the question is, do we want to go in the warehouse door or do we want to go into the storefront door? Warehouse. Did they see maybe. any cameras or anything on the... No. Okay. Did it warehouse look to be... Warehouse may be a better bet. Yeah. If it's not as heavily, like, padlocked as the front is... No, the warehouse is the one that's more heavily padlocked. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, yeah. It's I would the say warehouse door is, like, closed for the night but, with a big yeah. chain lock on it. You know? A warehouse yeah. door indicates more room inside, meaning more possibility for more people in there. Is so, Thieves Tools a thing in Starfinder? I've never no, played it's an a, operative. No, it's basically an engineering Just an engineering check. Yeah. Wow, it would be really cool if we had somebody who was good at engineering. Man, that would be <laughs> awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, I know. We really fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, um, like, well, almost everyone good at engineering? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if a plus 14 is good or not, but, I mean, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm certainly good enough to aid a motherfucker. All right, so what are you guys going to do? I know that y'all can engineer. What would you like to engineer? I, I I feel front door. I feel front dory. I feel like I may be signing our... All right, you know, you're the captain. Our warrant, but... Well, she's going to ask y'all. be like, okay. She doesn't have to. You're the captain, yeah. for what it's worth. She doesn't have to. Right. You don't have I to know. presume to ask. I know, but also I also can. know that these... Gentlemen may be more skilled at certain things than myself, so I will at, get at tactical espionage action. Yes, that was what no I doubt. was going to say. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know that Josh and I certainly are. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe not Orin Fell, but yeah. This is yeah, just so. saying. All right, front door or back door. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That was that was fell laughing. I don't was so Cap- funny. Captain, I don't mean to question you. I'm I'm generally a front door person myself, but like I feel like that's just walking into a fight immediately, right? That's why I posted the question. I mean uh, keep up. It's a 50-50 chance uh, either way, right? Okay now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think I think we should try the warehouse door lock. If we can't get in, then we try the front door. Sounds like a good enough idea to me. All right. Let's go around back. No, it's in the No, front. it's literally right there. It's like right, oh, it's it's next, right to, next to yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, dude. I can't see anything. Everything's I'm going to aid I'm with uh, engineering. I will also attempt to aid. Uh, so yeah. what are you trying to do? Like you, you, you said, there was a, the a lock. It was chained. So you're trying whatever. to, I'm trying to, to engineer, it, engineer it open to break it, break in. Okay. All right. Then whoever is aiding, let me get those rolls first. You guys just take your spanners and just start smacking the shit up. No, don't do that. It's pretty loud. Another five. Uh, I, have, I got 15. a 20, 25 to aid. All right. So that's two aids for you, Josh. That's going to be a plus four to what you roll. All right. Oh, and that's a nat 20. So that puts it at a 38 total. 38. <laughs> just missed it. Just oh. missed it. It's at a 40. 39 DC. Darn it. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, you're able to un- unlock the padlock. Now, what I will say before you do anything, you have it unlocked in your hand, but there's going to be... I'm very difficult for you to pull this lock out 
and remove the chains without making noise. So I want to give you an opportunity to... Yeah, Fell looks back at the group and just whispers, Guys, I... This is going to be loud, taking is, this off. Is there Cast like, silence! I was going to say, is there like a spell for that? <laughs> Fact um, if I know. Uh, Orn looks at Zeno and shrugs. He, it's not his domain. Looking into my memory banks... No, I do not have a uh, spell prepped for such an occasion. Do like we, we still have that signal jammer? All right, well, yeah. We can well, always try the front door. Uh, oh, hold on one second. I'm looking at ghost sound just to make sure that there's not anything. Uh, hold, hey, caveat. hold on, hold on. Can I? I still have a laser mic microphone. Can I try to use that and see if I hear anything through the door? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, Smack. but you've got but. But right now you have Fell holding an unlocked padlock in his hand. That's what's that's where we're at right now. So you need to make a decision about the lock and the chains first. We're driving Adam crazy with all of our attempts to not get caught in the trap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm well, so I mean, well, so is this gonna be a slight of hand? Like we're doing us, right? five different things all at the same time. So I want okay. you guys to focus as a group and 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 just do what you're gonna do and finish it up. As know? far as a check, would this be like a sleight of hand to try and like muffle the sound? I'm I'm telling you that it without some sort of magic, it's going to be impossible to remove chains right. off of a steel okay. door. So we need to try the front door then. So I no. I, <clears throat> so I take the padlock, set it down, just just unhook the padlock off of the chain, set it down gently on the ground, and let the chain hang on the door where it is. Like, padlock wasn't supporting it, right? So the chain's still sitting there. There's time for, for Mike to be able to, you know, okay. listen, right? Yeah, so you, you kind of set it down, slowly back away from the chain, mm -hmm. okay? All right, so Mike then comes up with the laser microphone and is gonna give you the sense through with hearing right yes is that correct all right and so through an inch is that correct uh yeah one inch thick all right so uh go ahead and roll a perception check uh just just me in particular yep yeah yep That's a 11. 11. I mean, you certainly just hear kind of just a, a low static hum of like electricity, right? Just the general sound of like a generator or something running, you know? Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So as quietly as I can, it's like, I don't, I don't hear any people. I hear like a generator, uh, some kind of, you know, machinery. Alright, maybe that will help muffle some of the sound, but let's not be here when the sound is made. So, you know, do you think maybe you can do a little bit of far away chain maneuvering? Yes. And Zivo kind of like give everybody the tactical wave to step back away from the door and like assume ranged attack positions so that if something comes out, we're not directly in the line of fire. So, so y'all want to go in hot, then? That's what y'all mean. We, we're going to do some cowboy shit. 
Well, I mean, no, because that'd be like kicking a door oh, in. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is making noise. Well, if, we make, if, we're, if we're making noise, they're gonna come to it. Well, right. that's Just, why I want to say before we take any more time on doing this, I think personally we need to try to go in the fucking front door. Siva's just gonna say, uh, Oren, just have our back if shit does go down. And she'll nod and say, Zeno. And she will raise her Where should sword. I Alright, so you guys are all raising your weapons. <clears throat> Let me just make sure I'm hearing this plan correctly. You guys are all raising your, raising your weapons to prepare for Whatever might happen when Zeno uses psychic kinetic hand to remove uh, chains from a door and then try to open a garage door with psychic kinetic hand, right? No, That's no, just pull using. a chain. Like we're not trying to open the door. We can't do all that. That's, like, okay, so you just want to pull the chains? Yeah, just pull the chains. I mean, I, I right. will say having weapons out means we're immediately hostile. Well, we're also like we, out we, of the line. We're out here at four o'clock in the morning. We ain't up to good, no good, man. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, <laughs> we're, we're this is a B and E, my guy, and a, and a mass murder. <laughs> we killed a motherfucker. Yeah, Sorry. B and E probably probably gonna be some murder on us. It's gonna go fine, guys. Right. This is twenty-five right. to life, shit, dog. So that's the plan. So, I mean, all right. So what I'm looking at here on the map is Orange kind of. Uh, uh, Oren is hugging the wall to the right of the door, shaking his head with his rifle drawn. Ziva's behind him, putting her hand on his shoulder, saying, We've got this, and has inevitable downfall in her other hand. Fells at pretty good range. We're looking about 25 feet away, 20 to 25 feet away from the door. Mike is about 10 feet away from the door, and Zeno right behind Mike. Ziva says, Go. Zeno. Yep, I go ahead. Yep. I wanted to say I did draw my uh, cannon. Yeah, everybody's weapons drawn. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. Would Arn? Would you like to trade places? Since you have a no, I, oh, absolutely weapon? not. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We're good. Okay. Let's just do it. Let's okay. just let's just let's just go fuck ourselves. <laughs> I guess we'll go uh, fuck ourselves. Uh, hold hands as we jump into oblivion. So, okay. I'm going to go ahead. Uh, Zeno is going to put his hand to his temple and emit a psychokinetic hand as it lingers there for a second. And he moves it towards the door to remove the chains. So, the, um, the hand comes out and grabs, like, one link of the chain. And you hear... As the chains just rattle against the garage door, and the chains just fall to a heap on the ground in front of the door, and the the sound of chains echoes through the wee morning air. Perception check. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Laser microphone. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, if he wants to use the laser microphone, he has to get back up against the door. Well, let's just do a, a, a broad perspective. <laughs> Perception? I'm so Perception. nervous. Uh, Ziva got mean, a 19. Yeah. yeah. What'd you get, Oren? Uh, 33. <laughs> okay. Fell just got a 30. Okay, yeah, you guys hear silence, but for the echoes of the chains. 
Man, they're gonna have a big old silence ward in there. I know it. <laughs> Alright, Ziva will step up and say, Mike, you get the door and I'll cover your back. Let's do this. Okay, I will open the door. Alright. You open the door and it allows you, you know, everybody else to kind of step through while you're holding the door open for them, right? Yep. And it opens up into kind of a small little entryway that leads to another closed door. Um, and it's like a little short corridor, basically where you could like load a truck in, like back a truck into here and it backs up to another door that presumably goes into the back junkyard. Is it a big heavy door? It's another garage. Okay. It's like uh, it's like your typical loading bay where you have yeah. one garage that you open for the truck, you close the front one, and then open the back one, so you're never yeah, at yeah. risk. Yeah, I, I, I get you know. the functionality of it. I'm only asking because the laser microphone. Like, if it looks like it might be less than an inch, I'll give it a shot. If not, I don't care. So you guys are all going in there then, right? Into this little yes. corridor. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now it's definitely a trap. I was going to say, Adam, <laughs> can we go at this about like we sort of did Tomb of Annihilation? Like if there's a trap, you tell us to proceed. <laughs> I would just want you guys to get in the fucking room. That's all I'm asking. Get in the, right get right in into room. your traps. I mean, my guy. Come okay. on. So you're in you're in the loading bay that doesn't have a truck in it, so it's just kind of this empty garage. Yep. Okay, well, look around at everybody and says, All right. What's behind door number two? Uh one more thing. Yeah. I'd like to uh take the chain and then we close the doors back behind us. Not closing it with the chain. Just close the doors and we take the chain with us. We don't want to get locked in. Pull the chain into the in his backpack into the corridor. Yeah, exactly. It's a heavy chain. I don't. Okay, no, 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 not in my backpack then. Just somewhere on the floor. But you can drag it in and then close the door behind you. Exactly. I don't want somebody locking us behind. I mean, you're making all kinds of noise. I just want like opening this thing and closing it. You're like rolling up a storage unit door. So it's just clack, 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 clack. Um. All right, so now what? I want to check the door for traps. All right, roll a perception. Come on, baby. What is the deal? 13, fuck me. Here, I just rolled a 19. Okay. Roll 28. 28. It's like my highest skill. I mean, mean, (laughs) proud of you. So you guys, Oren specifically, are like, yep, we're in a garage. It's a big, empty garage. And this this door, you look at it, you don't see any wires attached to it. You don't see any kind of pressure plates in front of the door. It looks just, and it's actually unlocked. All right. I'm opening the fucking door. There you go. All right. My crush is I need... Roll a reflex saving throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're assholes for taking too long, and then we're fucking dead. Like, so let's All right, go. I need everybody to roll initiative. Of course. All right. Here we go. You are in third eye salvage one way or the other. Y'all announced your presence. You walked right in. And as you lift the door, Mike, you're going to be flat-footed on this first round because you're holding the door up. All right? 
Um, and you see three Draylicks with their lesser shadow staffs aimed right at you. And they're both, all three of them have little glowing moats next to them, making it kind of like, basically they have wisp allies, uh, raised up and ready to go. We're going to start this combat, but first I need to know some initiatives. Heath, what did Mike get? He threw, uh, Mike rolled a nat 20, so I got a 26. I don't need your life story, Mike. Okay. Just tell me your, to your, to your total. I rolled a 26. <laughs> don't kill the cow. Come on but now. With, with my, speaking of life story, you said this door, like, I'm holding it up. Do these, like, automatically slam shut if I'm not holding it? Like, that's not how garage yeah. doors usually work. Yeah, well, that's you're right, but that's how this one. We are in a salvage. Uh, So, Zach, what'd you get for initiative? Uh, Oren got the big thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. What about Josh? What did Fell get? Fell got twelve. Fell got a twelve. All right, and John Boy. Zeno five got a twelve. Okay, and what about our captain? Okay, you guys didn't really roll great you on know, this initiative. You know, Adam, we really didn't. We really no, this didn't. Is, this is bad. All right, so it's round one. Um, Mike, you are flat-footed, and, but it's your turn. And if I drop the door, I cut everybody off from the room. Right, but you can still make a shot because your weapon is not two-handed, right? Don't you have a pistol? No, I said I had a cannon, but that's oh, but okay. it's impossible for me to open the door if I had a cannon. So, that well, why don't true. you just delay your turn till everybody gets through? There you go. The one goddamn nat twenty I've ever had <laughs> on an initiative turns into a one. See, I told you it was pointless. Um, all right, Oren. Can I make a Can I make a shot through between Mike and Ziva? I mean, they're going to have the cover on it, but yeah, you can certainly make an attempt there. All right, I'll just go for the uh, the, the one on the left. Okay. Uh, Making a shot on Draylick 1 on the left. Yep. Just a, right. not a full attack or anything. Ooh, 14. There's no way they have a, a, a 12 AC, so we're going to have to call that a miss, I'm sure. I think... That well, what is that against? KAC? It's KAC. And that's a yeah, that's gonna be a miss yeah, for yeah. sure. <sighs> well, I uh shamed my house, so that's my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh Xeno 5, you're up. Alright. So I am going to do the same thing, but I'm gonna go ahead and just do a du- uh double attack. I'm I know it's probably not gonna work, but we'll see. Let's see here. Azimuth laser rifle, full attack. With full a 20, attack. Yep. So the first one was a 21. Now with cover, that is a minus four, you said? No, so, so they just get a bonus to their AC, so you don't have to do any math for, okay. for yours. And the, re, and the when you roll a full attack on roll 20, it automatically puts that minus four. So you've got a 21 as your All attack right. roll. Right. And which one are you attacking? Uh, I'm actually going to be attacking the one that's a closer. So the right Draylick, Draylick yes. number three. So that 21 will hit. All right. And that's for eight damage. Fire. Eight damage. Now, as that laser connects onto Draylick three, you see this like force field 
kind of around and reverberate and bounce the laser back at you, and you take the eight fire damage. Oh, oh fuck all that. shield, okay. Um, yeah, so that's reflecting armor at any time during the spell's duration when you take hit point damage from an attack made with a weapon by a foe within 100 feet, you can choose to dismiss, dismiss the spell as a reaction and it disappears, arcing through the air to the attacking creature. Okay. Is there as a, a reaction. As a yes. reaction. And you can that. make a reflex save for half damage here. Uh, yeah. All right, let me get that reflex. Getting it to you. Getting it to you. All right. That's a 24 on the reflex. Save. All right, so that's going to be half damage, so you're going to take four. All right. All right, and your second shot, of course, misses with a 12. Right. Yeah. All right, Fell, you are up. Yeah, so I've got a question about that uh, reflective armor or whatever it was called. Um, is that like a visible thing that we can tell, that the character could tell if that's currently active, or is it just like a magic effect that's just invisible and could happen? Uh, you might need to roll a mysticism check to answer that question, my boy. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do that, because Fell is not trained in mysticism. So, uh, Fell's going to use combat tracking on the one that uh, that Zeno just shot at, and mm-hmm. take a shot with his uh, tactical tri-laser. Okay. That's a 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Okay. And that is nine damage total. All right, so nine damage. Eleven damage. Eleven damage total. Okay. Nice shot. Nice shot. You thread the needle, get it in, and you clip him in the shoulder, uh, leaving a smoking hole in Dralik number three, the right Dralik. And that is your turn. Ziva, you are up. Okay, and I apologize. I was reading something... Um, which one was it that uh, Zeno hit? To the right. Okay. All right. Well, Ziva's going to come in. She's going to step into the room. Mm-hmm. And she's going to... I can't actually see, but... Well, I guess... Can I get right here? Um, so she's going to come up to the far left relic and is going to use Inevitable Downfall. And just... Try real hard. A 17. 17 will hit. Sweet. That is going to be 10 pierce, or excuse me, slashing damage. Pretty good hit. That's That's a a solid hit. hit. That might be one of your best. That may be Ziva's hardest hit. That's. (laughs) With inevitable downfall. She's mad. Oh, she mad. Uh, Okay, so 10 damage goes through. Very nice. Okay. And that would be your turn, and it's the Dralik's turn. Mike, would you like to go before the Dralik? Yeah, answer me this. Can I try to wedge the trident in place to hold this door open? You absolutely can do that. Sweet. I was like, if I have to sit here and wait for my whole blundering-ass party to get through here and hold a door for four (laughs) rounds, I'm about to drop call. Like, (laughs) blundering-ass. Rage drop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the trident's already like not operating at peak performance. So it's just a tool. So yeah, I'm like, 
I mean, do I need to roll something for that, or? Uh, just roll a engineering check for me to try to find the spot to wedge it. Okay. Okay. Uh, that'll be a 14 plus 8. Uh, so yeah, 24. 24 will get it in there. So you just jam the trident kind of in the little roller. Um, and you you can see also that the, the spring lock mechanism has been disabled. And so you're able to like get it in there and jam it and keep it open. So we're going to call that a standard action to do that though. Okay. So I just have, but you have your move, I just have a move. still. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna. I'm gonna rush in. Okay. I don't know if the viewer can really or the listener can really tell. There's they're kind of in a triangular formation all by each other. Mm-hmm. The one in the back is a little bit behind the other two. So yeah, they to, to set the scene. They open the door on a large junkyard space. Okay, and. When they opened the door, there was like a little inverted V of Dralix facing them. And um, Ziva came in and is now face to face with the one on the left. The one on the right has been hit by Fell. And Mike, you're moving in. Yes, uh, I want to move in. She's at kind of a weird angle. I want to like get in the middle of the triangle, but I also want to be within five feet of Ziva because she's like half halfway on a square. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm sorry, this this isn't like gridded. Like I'm I couldn't move, so there. Yeah, That's where exactly. I'm supposed to okay. be. Okay. So I can be right here and still be Correct. within five feet. Correct. Cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm rushing in. I've got a Draylick in front on my right and my left. Alright, so Mike just yeah gets right in the center of all of it. And uh, he's he's raring to go, and it's now the Dralix's turn. I'm, I'm about all to right. get wrecked, but I'm doing it for you guys. All right, so all three of them, as a move, well, at the start of their turn, start um, attuning to the graviton mode, and then they they each kind of just, and you see them like kind of hunker in as dark matter starts swirling around them. And then we'll start with the one on Ziva's face and they're going to try to hit you with their lesser shadow staff, okay? Uh, I want to, before you tell me damage, I want to use my uh, bodyguard feet on her. Give her plus two. Bodyguard and in harm's way? Because bodyguard, how does that work? Bodyguard is a separate feat, but it unlocks in harm's way. So in harm's way is as a reaction, I can take the damage for her. Bodyguard is I can give her plus two AC and give myself minus two AC. Okay. So you're using bodyguard, giving yourself minus two AC. Uh, And so Ziva, you have a plus two AC. Does a 20 hit you with that bonus? Uh, Yeah, no, that's still going to hit. That's gonna hit. Yeah. All right. So that you that will hit you, right? Mm-hmm. That's gonna hit yes. you. All right. Four. Four bludgeoning damage. Okay. That could be. It could be a lot worse. A whole lot bit. A whole lot worse. All right. And now we're coming at Mike. All right, Mike. You've got two attacks coming at you. You're at a minus two. Because of 
your bodyguard feet, so tell me, does a 17 hit yeah, your KAC? Alright. Alright, so you're going to take three bludgeoning damage from the first attack. Wait, 17 hits your AC? Uh, yeah, because I've been working on this new armor that I haven't equipped. I'm still wearing my level one armor. Alright, and that's going to be six bludgeoning damage to you. Okay, All right. I got you. And, and that is the end of round one. We go to round two, so... At the top of the round, Mike and Ziva have moved in. Fel, Orn, and Zeno are still in the garage. Um, what do we do, Mike? Actually, no, you're moved down to the bottom of the turn order. So, Orin, you're up. Yeah. I mean, there's three dudes. I, I think... I think he'll move, like, door. into the doorway. And just, like, you know, just, just out of the doorway. And mm-hmm. uh, he'll... Just take a shot at the rightmost Draylic. All right. <laughs> Ten. Ten's gonna miss. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you in five minutes. All right, Zeno, you're up. All right, Zeno's gonna do pretty much the same thing. He's gonna come up right here, uh, just a little bit close. Yeah. And he's gonna go ahead and fire at the one that he's already fired at once before. Okay. Uh, that's gonna provoke an opportunity attack. Ah, shit. Okay. Alright, so the opportunity attack, uh, is a 13 going to hit? No. Casey? Alright. So, misses on the, with the lesser staff as you close in and try to fire. Let's get that shot. With a 23. 23 will hit for sure. With 7. Seven points of damage, and that goes through. Nice. Good job, my dude. Although you do see some of that dark matter absorb just a little bit of it. All right. Um, Fell, you're up. Everybody has now moved into the room. What would you like to do? Fell is going to follow suit and move up to the doorway next to Orin. Uh, and fire at the, let's see, use an overcharge shot, fire at the one that's directly in front of Ziva. Okay. I'm thinking to give you a clear line of sight on, uh, clear line of sight on that one. Yeah, I don't think a 15 is going to hit though, is it? 15 will hit. Really? Awesome. Yes. However, you see... As it reflects back the shot right at you. Of course. Roll a reflex save for me. Alright. Uh, 15. 15. Uh, so that does not save. So you're going to take the full damage of your own shot as it bounces back at you. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> How much did you take? Uh, let's see. 5, 9, 10, 11 damage. 11 damage. Yeah. Okay. Ouch. Ziva, you're up. That sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm... So is it all um, energy damage that it's not going through for them? Or is uh, it... You're going to have to roll a mysticism check. Is that an action? 
Uh, no. I'll let you roll them. Okay. some check, just a knowledge check on the creature themselves to see if you can figure out what's going on. Okay. Uh, okay. 17 okay. on the die 20. Okay, so a 20. Um, yeah, so you know that these Dralics are magic users, mm-hmm. and they are using a spell called Reflecting Armor, which is basically like a overshield once used, it's dispelled. So you can now at least for the time being, be assured that the left and the right Dralix have expended their reflecting armor. Okay. All right, so Ziva is going to move. Oh, no, I don't want to come out of that. Um, poot, poot noise. Ziva's going to try something new. Okay. Um, She's going to... <clears throat> Alright, is a cone going to catch Mike? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> He's directly at the epicenter uh, of the cone. Well, no, if I just... Okay, well then I won't there's do no that. Way. No. Yeah, there's so, no instead of moving, she's just going to use... Uh, just get hit him. me. Fuck it. And I'm just going to fucking... I guess I'll go kill Mike. Um, no, she's going you to attack the... Get him on the one in front of you? Exactly, yeah, the okay. one directly in front of her, and then attack. Alright. Ooh, a ten. Well, an eleven. Yes, that... Well, you no. Just, you just get him, right? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, but that's still not gonna hit. Yeah. Well, get him still active, and she yep. gives Mike like a, eh, eh, like, like get him, <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Well, Mike, it's you're up. Uh, you've got three to choose from. One here is marked with a get him on your left. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna follow that lead. I'll go after him. Um, I'm gonna full attack his ass. Okay. I rolled a 19 and a 13. And these are both against KAC, correct? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yes, blood right. bludgeoning damage. Alright, so the first attack, the 19 will hit, the 13 will miss. Okay, so how much damage did you do on the first attack? 14. Alright, you punch, you punch him pretty hard. Uh, and as I said, some of that dark, mener- uh, dark matter energy swirling around him kind of slows down your fist a little bit, but you still get a solid connect yeah. right on his jaw. Just that dark manergy. The dark manergy. All right. Uh, so the left and the right one are both hit. The center one is still untouched, and it is their turns. Uh, second round of attunement to the graviton side. The Dralik on the left in front of Ziva is going to full attack Ziva. In, in harm's way. Okay, so in harm's way on the first Yeah, the one that attack. Yeah, the first one will have a higher likelihood to hit. Okay, so the first one is going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, yeah, that, that will hit, sir. Okay. Uh, that is going to do... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a 19. It's going to be a 15 to hit. Yeah, that's still going to hit because fucking exhaustion is kicking my ass. Uh, 
Oh yeah, you're exhausted. Right. God, I forgot so about that. That's gonna that. be six bludgeoning damage okay. to Ziva. Hey, I'll take that for you. Or to Mike. I, I don't guess. mind. Mike, yeah, Mike. he. Oh. Le- Mike. Mike uses in harm's way. He leans his shoulder and it takes the hit just before it, it connects with you. Oh. Correct. Thanks. All right, now you've got the second attack coming at you, Ziva. Okay. Critical fail. Oh, thank nice. God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that ball's right. got me. Alright, and now, Mike, you are going to have two full attacks at you. So the north one, the center one, is going to start with their full attack. Alright, so one definitely misses. We're looking at a 18 to hit. That's going to hit. Yep. And you are going to take four bludgeoning damage from the center one. Okay. And fi- the final Draylick is going to continue to attack Mike. Oh boy. 17 and a 21 to hit. So both of those are going to hit. Yep. And. Because I'm wearing Lego armor. Yep. <laughs> and you're going to take. Eight more points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. It's round three. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh, shit. I got a six. Okay. 20. 21. 29. All right. Fell. Okay. So, yes, you see this Draylick pop around the corner to the north east of Zeno, right behind the right Draylick. And she steps in and she has this huge like sledgehammer in her hands and black energy swirling all around her. And she says, well, you've made it easy for me. You have come here and now I shall kill you. My pretties, please. And across the way, you see two slugs ooze their way out of the heaps of trash that are in here as they kind of come to the battlefield. And these things are gross, right? Let me show you these these things. It's like these big, like, orange slugs with, like, they look, Almost like a butthole mouth with three yeah. tentacles coming they, out of it. They look like giant blood clots with a flappy vagina skin on their chest yes. and a butthole mouth. Yes, that's yeah. accurate. Um, and two of them walk in as the head Draylick herself <laughs> joins the fight, and we'll fucking see you. Oh my god, no. Oh, come yeah. on. Y'all, they kind of look like blade penises. Do that. They look like what? Blade penises? Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh God. Man, this is a lot of bad descriptions all at once. Oh, <laughs> oh we're going to die. Well, I might. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.